Well, this is take two of this episode. Hi, everybody. Thomas Miller on the, well, not-so-fun astrology podcast today. I had recorded this yesterday, and then, as I had mentioned, I had finished this big project on Monday and been throttling back. Kind of had a nice rest day yesterday. The clouds that have been here for the last several days parted, and I wanted to get out and get a walk in. And that's when I started to hear the news about the hospital in Gaza. The reason I basically had to redo the podcast is because we talked about the one aspect today in the sky at 8.44 a.m. Eastern is the sun conjoins the south node of the moon. We talked about this yesterday. That's the peak of the moon wobble. And yesterday, of course, was the last day of applying toward that peak, if you will, strongest most potent. And I was thinking, ah, we're going to get away with just the Mars crossing the South Node, which I think still is the thing that triggered the war initially. And I was thinking we were going to get by without any other malefic events, but we didn't. It's amazing how the shadow side of this chart is playing out so much in the mundane. And it's giving all of us the opportunity to choose what we're going to be doing here. And it makes it very conscious. Because if you're listening, that we've been talking about this, that you have the choice. And you're aware of both sides of this. So some people are going wonky. I mean, I saw it again, heard it again yesterday. Somebody with a spiritual practice that just kind of had ridden the rails. So it's out there. But boy, in the mundane, is it ever out there. And we have another player coming to the table. Mercury is quickly catching up with the sun. And Mercury and the sun, over the next couple of days, are both going to directly square Pluto. Mercury is Friday night, and then the sun is Saturday morning. And now that this has happened, I'm a lot more concerned about that square to Pluto from both planets. Mercury being a trigger in and of itself, and also the sun squaring Pluto has some pretty ominous overtones as well. And Pluto represents things that we don't want to see in the collective. So let's just, I don't know, this thing is taking so many dark turns. We just need to continue to pray. Fortunately, this triggering astrology that got this thing started is starting to break up, and that's a good thing. Another thing that will be dissolving next week, mid-next week, is that trine between Pluto and Uranus. Remember in the build-up to this, we had a grand Earth trine, Pluto, Uranus, and Mercury was in Virgo. Of course, Mercury has moved off, so the only leg remaining is that Pluto-Uranus leg, and it will be falling away by mid-next week. Depends on how wide of an orb you want to follow, whether it's Monday, Tuesday, or at least by Wednesday it's gone. But, obviously, when you're at war, there are going to be Uranian surprises, and that's the unfortunate part. So the aspect will be gone. If we could get the mundane to catch up with that, oh, that would just be wonderful. But back to the south node and that little pileup right there. Mercury will cross over it early, early in the morning, like 1.35 Eastern in the morning, Sun passes over it today, so they start to clear. Actually, they will pull away faster than Mars, but at least everybody will be waving goodbye to the south node, and eventually it will just be sitting there by itself. That will be a relief. And has this not been a study in just how powerful the nodes of the moon can be? I don't study Vedic, but of course they call them Rahu and Ketu, and basically they have 
both negative characteristics. But wow, th- and I don't I don't go there because obviously I think there's polarity in the chart. But boy, we sure have seen this south node very active with that north node in the warrior sign of Aries. And as we have discussed several times, how it correlates to all these major wars and conflicts for the United States, and looks like we'll be in this one as well. Now, let's find some positive that we can focus on. Well, one is, as I said, everything is moving past that south node. Hey, hey, goodbye. And even though the sun and Mercury will peel off, there still will be this square between Pluto and the nodes. And that's the one thing that I think still concerns us. But other than that, the energy starts to lighten up. There are no more yods. You have to get through these squares, and then we can set our sights on the next eclipse. I saw something on my walk that I thought was significant. And I thought, wow, that's not astrology, but it sure is practical. I came around the corner, and there was this group of probably about 20 geese This lake where I hike is just an absolutely gorgeous setting. There are native swans and geese that stay there all year. Probably about 20 geese were all just gathered up in a parking lot that they had blocked off. And so no cars. And these geese were on the asphalt parking lot asleep, middle of the afternoon. You know how they do? They put their heads down in their wings, right? They were all tucked in. And (laughs) people are walking by and dogs walking by on leashes. But the geese are just not phased at all. They're just having a nap. When I came back through that way, they were starting to wake up a little bit. And what I thought was, boy, do we ever need community. Geese mate for life. Swans actually mate for life, too, as I understand. And that's what we, I just looked at that and I thought, boy, we really need to do that. They were having a little siesta together. And, you know, there's probably some wisdom in that for us now because we do need each other. If you're not a member of our Facebook group and you would like to have a like-minded community, we have a great group over there. It's the Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners on Facebook. Love to have you join. It is private. You have to answer the questions. But yeah, we have a good conversation and a good community over there. But as we see more people that have been just having a hard time dealing with this energy, and it is affecting people, We do need to hang together, and I think that's a great lesson anytime, whether astrology or not. All right, you guys, we're going to make it. We're going to make it just a lot of love and especially prayers for all the souls who have been affected by this negatively. And we just pray for peace. We do. We pray for peace. I'll see you back tomorrow.